Hey guys, it is Abdul for the good folks over at Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown Indianapolis. No, summer is pretty much done and over, and it's no fall will be here, and the cool temperatures will be here as well. So get it over to Leon Tailoring. They can keep you nice and warm without burning a hole in your pocket. So maybe a little bit of a heavier jacket, or maybe a nice long sleeve shirt, or for ladies, maybe a nice heavier blouse, or heavier skirt, or dress. No matter what it is, you can get over at Leon Tailoring. Larry, Norm, Kim, and Judy, they'll take care of you like they've been taking care of me. Almost 20 years since I've been here in Indianapolis, they've been here longer than 100 years. So swing on by Leon Tailoring and tell them Dual Sentia, Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware in downtown Indianapolis. Good afternoon and welcome. My name is Mark Rollins. I'm a healthcare executive and downtown business owner. My company is headquartered here on Monument Circle. Today, our city is at an inflection point. Indeed, our downtown is in crisis. As a Democrat, I have supported our current mayor for both terms in office. However, I have come to believe that the tank is out of gas and I cannot envision how a third term in office will substantially change the crisis our city faces. Our city needs a fresh set of eyes, a new vision. We need to come together, not remain isolated by our party allegiances as Republicans or Democrats or independents, but as one people who love and support this city. We believe that the visionary and the skills are in the person who we support as our next mayor of Indianapolis, Jefferson Shreve. Thank you. Thank you very much, Mark. Mark and I, I've only known each other for a few months. Uh, uh, we met uh, when I called upon him, his office is here on the circle and wanted to make introduction. And I'm hopeful that I can sell myself and uh, my agenda for our city in the same way that I was able to with Mark not that long ago. Um, folks, the last time I hosted a press conference, I announced my public safety plan. If you saw the news this weekend, you can understand why that plan is still the focus of my campaign. Three people were shot this weekend, one just south of here on Missouri Street. I haven't looked at my phone in the past hour or two, but it's been, by my recollection, about 14 hours since we suffered a fatal shooting in Indianapolis. We have to get public safety right or none of the other pieces can fall into place. It's the necessary predicate to economic development. This is still my commitment, but today I stand before you to share another vision, one for economic growth for downtown Indianapolis and beyond. And I'm sorry, I just saw my wife Mary here in the background and I just wanted to welcome you, babe. I began my career Top floor, the Capitol Center building, South Tower, 30-odd years ago. As I walked around Monument Circle as a very young man, you could feel the vibe of our city. But we've lost that vibrancy. In May of 2020, we lost hope in Mayor Hogsett when he was absent as parts of our city, parts of our downtown, burned in the riots. The photos next to me display but a few images from those riots. They're not intended to focus on the past, 
but to remind us of what happens when leadership fails. I share part of my vision for downtown. You'll see how the mayor's absence has been a theme over the past eight years. I've met with downtown community leaders, some of whom are standing with me here, who share in my desire to restore Monument Circle. And it starts with reopening it to vehicular traffic. As business leaders I've talked to, we need to make it easier to get around our city generally, and certainly around Monument City, so patrons can support the retailers and office users right here in the heart. Their voices matter to me. So once Spark concludes, it's time to roll up the AstroTurf, Astro the artificial turf, and allow cars and people, pedestrians and bicyclists to safely circulate around Monument Circle again. My vision for our city spans beyond, though, the boundaries of the circle. I want to direct your attention uh, to the rendering we have right here. I've chosen the title Leadership to Connect Indy because it is what I'll aim to do and it starts with harnessing the next big opportunity for our city. The upcoming separation of IUPUI into IU Indy and Purdue Indianapolis. This will offer Indianapolis two distinct Research One universities right here on the western edge of our downtown, just on the other side of West Street, an area that is ripe for development and will be seen as the epicenter of the tech corridor in our city. It is that differentiator that Ohio State has made in Columbus, Ohio, this amplification of the investment of two Research One universities. The additional students, faculty, researchers, and entrepreneurs arising from the tech transfer opportunities. We'll need additional places to work, to live, to play. And my administration will focus on those redevelopment opportunities to create the housing and the strategic amenities that will make this part of our downtown vibrant. Now, unlike Joe Hogsett, I have a real estate background. I'll prioritize these opportunities to collaborate with experienced developers and thought leaders. This rendering illustrates we need a leader who strategically connects the entrepreneurial opportunities with the research opportunities so we may attract top talent from close and afar to transform our city. Mayor Hogshead has been largely absent from the planning of the IUPUI separation. I know this because I've been at the table during many of these conversations. He's missed out. I will not be absent as we plan for this exciting part of the future of our city. The Hogshead administration has requested permission from the FAA to decommission our downtown heliport. I think this is a mistake. I'll advocate to keep it open. The heliport is an asset. Cities like Austin, Columbus, Nashville have heliports. And IU Health, which is investing so mightily on the near, south, near north side of our downtown, uses the heliport as its base of operations and maintenance. This is no time to give up an asset that we cannot reclaim because of the airspace rights and the approach rights. We're not sure about the future of electric vehicle lift and air taxi service, but let's not walk away from this one in the short term. We have too much vacant space downtown, and my friends, we're gonna have more of it. 
If I'm lifted up as mayor, I will have to wrestle with that challenge because we will have more of it. Last month, a media report from a JLL, a Jones Lang LaSalle executive, uh, predicted that at least three of our towers would go through foreclosure or for big losses on short sales in the next few years. Anthem's former headquarters, Maine and Maine, the heart of our circle has been vacant for four years. Circle Tower has gone into foreclosure. The Emmis building is up for sale at about half of its replacement cost. And many of the 10-year leases on office space will hit us over the years ahead. Mayor Hogsett has been absent from some of these important conversations as well. He's attributed or neglected the issue and attributed it to COVID. That excuse is tired. Other cities have and are figuring out how to rebound from the pandemic, but Indianapolis ranks at or near the bottom of large U.S. cities from a COVID recovery standpoint. I'll again lean on my real estate experience to repurpose commercial properties. As our downtown population grows and we need to grow it with people that will make downtown their home neighborhood, uh, whether it's due to the IU and Purdue expansion or otherwise, the demand for housing will rise. We must repurpose underutilized properties now, but first we need a leader who acknowledges the issue rather than covering it up with campaign ads. Our own city county building is among the low occupancy spaces. It's underutilized. We must revitalize it. Uh, the occupancy is about 47% today, and it has consequences for the neighborhood around it, as do so many other largely vacant buildings, certainly including our own city market. We're at half the occupancy there today. We've had merchants with stalls there for a decade or decades and this administration hasn't given them any, any vision of the way forward. They're, they're hanging on month to month. That is unfair. That is not the way a Shreve administration will work with our business community. We will communicate proactively. We will listen. We will talk to affected merchants, for example, or hoteliers along Georgia Street before we announce big changes like that. I will guide our city market through the renovation to ensure that it comes back stronger ready to serve the thriving near east side of our downtown. To create a thriving downtown, we've got to solve the panhandling problem. This is not a new problem, but visitors and citizens alike should feel safe downtown, and it's known by many that panhandlers are dealing with mental health issues or drug issues or both. We have to find a way to help those in need, and allowing aggressive panhandling doesn't do that. Mr. Hogsett hasn't worked hard enough to solve this problem. I'll renew efforts to solve the problem in a way that will withstand judicial scrutiny. Some cities, like Salt Lake City that I'm in and out of routinely, have figured that out, and we'll double down on our efforts to support our government in charitable programs to provide shelter and sustenance to those truly unsheltered and mentally ill. This next point may sound a little obvious, but we need to make downtown attractive again. It needs to be welcoming to visitors in the way that it was when we hosted our Super Bowl just over a decade ago. Downtown splendor was on full display. 
when Mayor Ballard led us through the lead up to and the terrific execution of Indy Super Bowl. But downtown today is a shadow of what it was in 2012. It doesn't have to stay this way. We've already established that we have too many vacant spaces downtown. I propose offering small grants to property owners who seek to improve the facades so as to keep up appearances as we work earnestly to repopulate these spaces. In closing, we're falling short of our potential. We're lagging behind once peer cities like Columbus and Nashville, even Austin. We need to inject dynamism again, and it's sitting at our doorsteps. Mayor Hogsett has had nearly eight years, and as Mark Rowland said, Joe Hogsett is out of gas. It's time for a new direction, a fresh set of eyes on some stale problems. We need a business-oriented, creative approach to finding solutions to make downtown the thriving destination that it once was. It's time to be exceptional again. I welcome your questions. This podcast was produced and edited by Chris Spangle and Leaders and Legends, LLC. If you're interested in starting a podcast or taking yours to the next level, please contact us at leadersandlegends.net.